0: Time. That's what it says right here on StreamYard. Look at these look at these mugs. Best best looking quality mugs on LinkedIn Live. You're yeah. only going to find them right here. Jenny Winnie and the Average Dude. Another week. Another week. Another week of, of just being human. <laughs> I've, I've said that a lot. You know, you say being it's human nice. more and more and more and you start. What comes to mind when I say, hey, it's about being a human being, Jenny?
1: I, I, I think it's when I when you say that I think non uh, like unpretentious
0: unpretentious there you go yeah before before we have the titles before we have the accomplishments before we have all those things yep we were just we were just we we're just human beings I
1: grew I was just Jenny
0: Winnie yeah now, but,
1: I, now I get to be part of Ginny Winnie the average dude.
0: yeah see it see the, the the progress you're making the evolution of Jenny right. Winnie. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. There's Eric Swanson, and well, I like that. See, he doesn't say "average dude." He just says "dude."
1: But hey, Eric, who has the better mug, me or Daniel? Yeah, be, be honest. Okay,
0: he he sees my mug every Friday. We that's where we meet at meet with Eric's uh, at Eric's place of business, Wolverine Coatings, across from Dorman High School. Our guest today is from Spartanburg, so she probably knows where. Dorman high school is,
1: yeah. Prob. Wait a minute. So it's it's down the new dormancy. I always. I don't know why my mind always goes back to you know
0: the old Dorman. That's what somebody told me the other day. I was talking to. You. She was from Spartanburg. Mm-hmm. And oh, you by far, and by you, he he means Ginny Winnie. So absolutely,
1: Eric.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But- Groot. Robin says Groot. I didn't know that it was Groot, but
1: Robin. Thank you. It's Groot. This is Groot. He's says Z- Groot. Yeah. Groot.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so okay. what I wanted to tell you about real quick is we had Mom and Dad's anniversary kind of get together. Took him, yeah. took him to Top Golf. I don't know if you've seen pictures there on the social media or not. No, they didn't post them. But, but that was a good time. <laughs> you know? what were you gonna say?
1: I said they were embarrassed. Did you embarrass them?
0: No, 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 no. I, I, uh, not until, not until. So we have this thing where each sibling tries to to come up with the most creative card for 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 mom and dad, Nina and Papa. And so we will all. We went, played top golf, did that whole thing, got some food, took it back to David's house, my brother's house, and then we each take turns and we make it into a competition. Who can come up with? Who can make everybody laugh the most? Essentially, right? It's like a little stand up. Yeah comedy routines and and some sibling com- competition. I never heard How's anybody. That?
1: I mean it, I can see that.
0: Yeah so huh. this year I pulled out a surprise. I, I did a voice. I I I you know I, I do voices but I, I brought in I brought in one of my one of the people that I used to work with. His name's Tony. And Tony's got a very interesting voice. <laughs> but but I did I did this whole bit. I'm not going to do it right now. But you should. it was kind of funny Jenny.
1: It is. I know. The kids loved
0: it. The kids absolutely were rolling. Of course, they're you know toddlers, but they were they were (laughs) they were rolling around. They thought that was hilarious. So, (laughs) hey, Rodney, made me feel good.
1: Well, you know, Rodney, uh, just so you and Robin know, I learned a little bit about PEOS today that I didn't know.
0: PEOS. Now I keep hearing that acronym. No idea what a PEO is.
1: Yeah, I'm still not completely sure. It's um. Rob um,
0: me for your next post, please. For the comments, I not so on the please mm-hmm. break it down. I mean, it's simple it's man, it's simple
1: human relations in a company. I'm not sure, but um, oh, we need more Tony. <laughs> we, we definitely need more Tony for sure. <laughs> hey, I got something that I want to kind of throw up here. Okay, first of all, it just is, I mean, I don't know, it, it's gonna take us, we've all. Seen it. Well, okay, Robin probably hadn't seen it because he he wasn't alive. Okay.
0: okay. But, you go, Jenny.
1: All right, here we go.
2: Not here no we the Well, they called me sweetness, and I like the dance. Running the ball is like making more We had the goal since training camp
0: to get Chicago a Super Bowl champ. And we I mean, come on. Now that's old school, Jenny. Oh, come on.
1: So that that, means- that is
0: old school.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. It is. But it takes me back to sixth grade. So Bridget, I think that, you know, our next guest, she's probably she's either a year or two younger than me. But I, right, I'm
0: I'm young too. I'm young too, like y'all. We don't
1: talk about your age. Okay. We don't right. talk about
0: it. Just but
1: let me just say this. I was in that little video, I got to be what's who was the quarterback? Oh uh, uh, Stephen Man. Mann. Yeah. I got to be him in school, we lip synced it.
0: Oh, that's cool. I was, like,
1: at you, I was like, oh yeah, I was I thought I was something.
0: I don't do you remember the, the lyrics for for his for McMahon's yep.
1: uh-huh.
0: can just give me one line of the of the lyric. Just you don't have to go into full character. <laughs> hey, but man. I would like to see. I'm
1: the I'm the punky cube or funky QB known as McMahon. When I hit the turf, I ain't got no plan. I just threw my body all over the field. I can't dance, but I can Something. Throw the peel.
0: peel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And yeah.
1: I want to do this real quick. Okay.
0: Sorry, guys. They're on my case because I got a, the cognitive, the memory isn't all that great. What is? We're talking about Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon is his name, actually. Johnny Carson's sidekick.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was um. Yeah, sorry, sorry,
0: guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it matter y'all? It doesn't matter. It was McMahon. He was the he was the QB. But okay, so
0: we got to teach those guys up from Boston about football and how it really goes down. We know how to do football here in the South, so
1: (laughs) I'm saying okay, okay. Also, I'd like to throw this out there, okay? Yeah. We talking about we we talk about age, okay? This is just a little something that I think will make us all feel a little more human.
0: A little more human. That's always a good thing.
1: Well, it is okay. I just would like to say this. These are, you know, high school and stuff. I won't say was my, my best looking years. Just saying.
0: That's who. Whoa. Who is this? This is, these are celebrities. These are celebrity pictures. High school photos. High school celebrities taking it back. I'm looking, I'm looking. (laughs) This is going to be tough for me. So, hey, how about Eric and Rodney? I know these guys, these guys probably know. Give us, give us an answer.
1: Mm-hmm. Bridget may know. Well, y'all will know when you see her. I'll just say she really looks different now.
0: She really looks different. Okay, let's see.
1: Oh, Rodney. He did a reverse. He did a little reverse image search, I bet.
0: Madonna. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Good, Rodney. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's... that's this little fella. Now, he, he looks like somebody.
1: Well, he is somebody.
0: Wait a minute. No, Who is... Not, that, that's... Uh,
1: He's probably watching right now, and he's gonna be like, "What?
0: Who is that? Joe Biden?" <laughs> nope. I don't think that's Joe. Here we go. Oh, yeah, there it is.
1: Yep. So I'm gonna save some of those for y'all. You know. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, I like that.
1: Uh huh. Uh-huh. So one one
0: more thing, we've got all these, we've got all of these different things that we want to do, and and so we're we're trying them out. But one thing I thought we would do is before we bring bring Bridget on, Bridget Bartley is our guest today. Yep. I'm gonna bring up this this image. And I want everybody, we're gonna we're gonna take take some guesses, make some assumptions, and then we're gonna ask Bridget and we'll find out. So he looks homeschooled. Man, you should have never given him that, Jenny. I know,
1: I know. Hey Ronnie, I like this segment too. It makes me feel better because and what I was gonna do is kind of pull up of an image of me and Daniel and show us now, but okay, What, well, Daniel, you just went nuts there. I know. There it
0: is. Okay, we're leaving it right there. That's our guest today. So, we're going to make some assumptions. I've got some questions. I want everybody to make a guess. So, if you're if you're listening, if you're watching, please use the comment section. Give us your guess. The first thing that I want to ask Bridget.
1: Bridget says, I did not sign up for this. Hello. Yeah, um, the
0: what first is- question that I'm going to ask Bridget is, does she like rap music? Does she like rap music? And I just need a yes or a no. Jeannie Wayne, does she, does she like rap?
1: As a whole? As a whole. Just no, what do you think? As a whole, no. As a whole, no.
0: As a whole?
1: As a whole, no. I would say they're selective, like, you know.
0: Maybe. Well, that, that becomes, that just disintegrates it into nothing. That that can apply to anybody. I need a definitive, black or white, does she like rap? No. And, maybe and we'll, Yes, but,
1: maybe. I don't know, Daniel.
0: I'm going. Okay, so I'm going, get to
1: answer the question, I'll say no.
0: Thank, thank you, Skip. I'm going to go with, yes, I'm going to say that she likes rap music. Okay. Number two, and I need comments. That's you too, Freddie. Number two. All right, this is a, if she was going to have a, a celebrity crush, Brad Pitt or Andy Griffith? Brad Pitt or Andy Griffith? That's question number two.
1: Okay. Um, um, mm, I, mm, Daniel, Daniel, why do you do this? Why? why I got do
2: you know, do I've got to know. I've got
0: to know. I'm curious.
1: Okay, because I think that... Brad Pitt.
0: Brad Pitt. Freddie goes with Andy. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna be like, Bridget, blink
0: once behind stage if it was Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to do one more and then we're going to actually have our okay, guests. Okay. All right. Number three. And I need other good questions too if you got them. Ketchup or mustard on the corn dog? We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Ketchup or mustard on the corn dog? No qualifying, no qualifying. We'll find out when Bridget qualifies. Yeah,
1: catch
0: up. Catch up.
1: Yeah. What do you say?
0: Rodney says that she thinks she's like rap. Okay, so I'm going to (laughs) say yes yes on rap music. Yes on rap music. Number two, I'm going to say Andy Griffith, the wise man, Andy. And then number three, we're going to say, we're going to say. I'm gonna say mustard. I'm gonna say mustard. And Rodney says mayo. So and those- like
1: anyone who picks Andy over Brad should be waterboarded.
0: <laughs>
1: listen, you know what, Eric? We're we're about deeper substance. Okay? Yeah, man.
0: Seriously. But, without further ado. Without further ado, let's go ahead and invite our guest Bridget Bartley to the stream. Here she
2: comes. Okay. Woo! <laughs> rigid. So I love, I love hearing perceptions of me.
0: <laughs> yes. Before, exactly. you, before you came in, we've already made some assumptions. <laughs> don't we do that, don't, don't human beings? When we see just an image of someone, that's why I wanted to put up that picture. We, we think of who is this person, don't we?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, look at me. I'm like, you're not talking to me. But I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do.
0: So, we've known Bridget, I say I've known Bridget. I've, I've met her just a handful of times, but you're from Spartanburg. And it's been so fun to kind of watch from a distance through social media as you've done all these exciting things. So we're gonna get into it, but we're gonna do things a little bit differently, Bridget. So are, are you ready to have some fun?
2: I'm ready. I'm I like so it.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad that you answered that way. So number one question that I answered or I asked was, do you like rap music?
2: Yes. And not oh. only do I like it, I can sing like word for word to Buster Rhymes. Mm. Wow. Like every
1: word. Wait, 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 Bridget. Did right you so. not just hear me do the Super Bowl shuffle? I, know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was kind of. A I like dance. I like the dance rap, you know, like the good, like the old school rap. But I do. Yeah. I love rap music. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I know that you you used to love working out. Maybe do some Orange Theory and things like that, didn't you?
2: Yeah, I still do. And yeah, that and that's literally what I play is is rap music when I'm working out.
0: Yeah. See, I had remembered a post a long time ago. that was talking about Orange Theory. So when well, I, I thought about it, that
1: was not a very good question to ask then, Daniel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't but, know. <laughs> so, so I had to I had to come up with the the. I, I figured, see, I figured knowing that she did orange theory, I said, you know what, I bet she likes rap music. Because rap music gives you that energy. It yeah. does.
2: It does. Yeah. It's true. Yeah.
0: So moving on. Question number two. And now this one, this one, this one caused a little disruptions there in the in the comments. But Brad Pitt or Andy Griffith? Celebrity crush, Brad Pitt or Andy Griffith.
2: I know. And you know, my answer may shock. I no. saw some of the comments where it's like, if she chooses Andy Griffith, she needs. No, wait, I, I was thinking Andy, but, you know, so the thing about just, again, judging people from like the image, but yeah. Andy Griffith is more like hometown guy, you know, so like true. humble, you know, he's somebody, if the world shuts down, like you want to be stuck with, because he can, you know, take care of it. You know, and I'm just making the assumption of somebody in Hollywood. They're probably a little egoic, a little too image-driven, a little too into the worldly stuff. But again, that's just completely from the surface. Now, who looks better, Brad Pitt? I'm looking <laughs> at <it> like <laughs> the overall.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that answer, Jenny. What well, What did you, I, Andy said, did Brad, Brad, you know,
1: I was thinking Andy is who for. See, I always think personality-wise. I always think, yeah. you know, it's not about looks. It's about
2: Andy. Well, Andy did have that on the side. These, but- these,
0: are, the, these are the quality individuals that show up for Ginuini and the Average. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean, if, if he has, you know, the, the labs, I mean, he's resourceful. He's smart. He knows how to conjure, right? Exactly. I think,
0: I think Eric doesn't like him because he's from the South.
2: Yeah. You know? That's it. Mayberry.
0: So, one final question. Then we're going to get into some more fun. Ready. Ketchup or mustard on your corn dog?
2: I know, and I wish there could be an answer for both, but I, I choose mustard.
0: Choose if mustard! <laughs>
2: choose, <sighs> I choose mustard.
0: Well, <laughs> I got it. Go. Now, well, now let's I let's just, go ahead and get this. What what where does ketchup go? When do when do we apply the mustard rule? When do we apply the ketchup rule?
2: So when I if. When I eat a corn dog, I'll actually have two piles: of ketchup and the mustard. I actually dip one and take a bite, and then dip the mustard. Like so, I alternate. Yeah, so I like that. Yeah. It, so it's like half ketchup, half mustard. Yeah, I know it's kind of kind of sort of rot right. It's a little odd,
0: Jenny. Yeah. If you want, if you want to say that you were right, just to kind of give yourself a little something, go ahead and there you go. Yeah, you you got that one right. I got for three. Well, good for you. I just know, no- we can end the show now and I'm gonna be yeah, the rest of the day.
2: <laughs> and you were both right. You were both right. Yeah, but- yeah.
0: everybody so gets a, a ribbon, a Jenny.
2: Yeah. yeah. I don't <laughs> like
1: participation <it's> ribbon.
0: <laughs> so one of the things that we've started doing, Bridget, is we bring up these images. And the cool thing about an image, it, it all it takes. It takes you somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. It makes you remember a story. It makes you remember a time, a place. It's like a time I mean, machine. Mm-hmm. It's like a Google search engine. Our brain, we show an image, and boom, 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 boom. Where does it take you? So mm-hmm. well, that's what that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna do today. Yeah. We're gonna show you some images, okay, and and uh, and and see see what see where it takes you. So Jenny Winnie, why don't you show one of yours first?
1: Well, okay, Daniel. Thank
0: you. Yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, t- it takes you somewhere. Yeah. Now, this would be what you would hand to Andy Griffith, I guess.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my the God. of you, you, you can't read, it cool. says, do
0: you like me? Yes, no, or maybe. Yeah. You got to check one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Where yeah. does that take you, Bridget?
2: Oh, definitely back to, like, elementary and middle school. Mm. for sure yeah, yeah. did you days. enjoy those times in elementary school oh man not really well looking back compared to adulthood because i even tell my kids like being an adult is overrated it's not what we think that it is yeah but no i don't miss those at all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh,
1: that kind of note gave me anxiety because it's yeah. like you know it's usually like i oh, don't know maybe I don't want to hurt your feelings. You know, I know. Andy.
2: We were scared. We were scared to speak up. We were scared Uh to speak our voice, like, because we want to fit in. But.
1: Yep. Hell, I know. Exactly.
0: Now I've got a question for you ladies. On the recess playground in elementary school, were you playing freeze tag or were you playing? What were you playing on the playground? Freeze tag?
2: Freeze tag. And uh, do you remember red light, green light go? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Red <laughs> <My laughs> light, green light.
0: <laughs> green. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Those we would run outside
1: nights. and we would yell, boys chase the girls. And then they'd say, girls chase the boys. You know, and it was just-
0: Oh, yeah. Those were great times, though, running around on the recess playground.
1: Oh, actually, you know what? It just triggered a memory, Daniel. We had a game that we called it Cannibals. I know that sounds terrible, isn't it? It
0: but the- does sound <laughs> good. That's why I came <laughs> out that way.
1: But it was Cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> OK. All
0: right. Give us another one, Jenny.
1: OK, I am. All right. Let's see here. I'm going to pull a different one up. I want to. This one's going to be a word and just what it
0: you know, means. Wait, look, look at this. This guy. Oh, family. What comes to mind, Bridget Bartley, when you see the word family, what comes to mind?
2: Um, I think of just unity. And I think of memories.
0: Absolutely, making memories.
2: core, core, because families are core.
0: Mhm. Yes.
1: And I've noticed that, like you know, recently, I don't know what you what the word was you said, but it's funny because I've been saying like this whole. As as I get older, I'm like my whole life now is hashtag making memories, making memory. We're making a memory, you know. And to me, the older I get. That's more how it is with the family thing. It's just like, oh, my gosh. You know, it's like I don't want to miss a memory. I don't want to miss the opportunity, you know, to go right. back.
0: Because as we get older, what family means and the importance of family, it starts to change, doesn't it? And well, we start taking different positions.
2: Yeah. And, and also, to put it in relative terms, we've lived more life than we have left to live.
0: Exactly. Isn't
2: that crazy?
0: <laughs> it was very crazy, mm-hmm. and and we're all around the same age. But yeah, that that really, yeah. Hey, average dude, Joe Ayana sent me. Great, Tim. Glad that you could be here. Wish yeah, that Joe here. was here as well. Mm-hmm. I've got an ink blot that I'm gonna show Bridget. Okay. Here it goes. What comes to mind when you see this image right here?
2: Uh, First impressions.
0: Boom. Thank you, Bridget. You nailed it. That's what that first impressions. Now, what would you say makes a good first impression, Bridget?
2: Well, in in looking at this photo, I think eye contact and also how you shake a hand. Mm -hmm. um, You know, because I think how someone shakes a hand says a lot about that person, how assertive they are, or either how meek or mild they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but just their overall body language when you first meet someone, if they're smiling, the eye contact, um, how they're dressed. Yes. But the overall appearance.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. What about you, Jeannie? What do you think about when you your first impression?
1: Well, this is my thing, too, is that um, just in general, not, you know, I think about how you know we everybody says you only have one chance to to make a first impression and this and that but a lot of times you're misjudged by a first impression you Mm -hmm. know i mean really it's like oh well you know they automatically decide hey she's this or she's that you know and it's just not the case so many times people who become my friends later they're like oh you're not anything like i thought you were and i was like well that says a lot about Mm me you know what i mean but i feel like you know. You are very successful in business. So how important is it for first impressions for you?
2: I think it's important, especially depending on which which business I'm, I'm working with. Um, but, you know, in the in this in the brick and mortar business, like with the hair salons and restaurants, you know, first impression is a big deal for the customers coming yeah. in, you know, but also from my coaching business, first impressions, because if I'm looking to recruit other leaders, you know, I want to see how they are, Mm -hmm. you know, how articulate are they? How friendly are they? Um, But I know sometimes I've been misread by first impressions, because um, as much as I love to speak and write and and live out there, I'm naturally an introverted person. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of times when people first see us online, and they expect when I'm out, I'm going to always be like bubbly and like, Woo-hoo. Yeah. But if I'm just quiet and it, it gets misread. Well, it's and like just, all of a sudden then it's like, she stuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's a total misconception. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes yeah. I'm just having a whole conversation in my head. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'm problem solving, you know, when I'm having a whole thing, you know, a whole nother situation happening nope. there that y'all don't you know do.
0: about. It can. That's right. We can get into our heads, and, and that's why I was trying to play into that. So we've only met a couple of times, Bridget, but of course we remember those times. I still remember the Toastmasters that you came to. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but but we we have these first impressions. We make these assumptions. A lot of times, those assumptions are more about who we are than who the person that we're meeting is. Mm-hmm. And I've I've learned to kind of really turn that off and making assumptions. I've I've come to realize very often it has more to do with with me than it does who who they are.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, that was six years ago, Daniel. I don't know, it was 2017 to be exact. That's how long we've known each other. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, mean, I remember. I, I remember like it was yesterday, like I was lost in the building and my first impression of <laughs> you, you were so friendly and so cordial. Yeah, and so inviting. And I was like, is, like, they're so nice. Like it was just, you know, when you're lost Yes, day, and, and you have someone on the other side helping. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree with you. All of a
1: sudden you don't feel like that outsider, you know, because yeah. like, you're yeah. like not knowing what's going on and you just feel weird. Yeah. Yes.
2: Well, Daniel, I'm proud
0: of well, it. What did you think about the Toastmasters experience?
2: I liked it. I liked it. It was, um, I thought it was a great tool for people to speak. Um, it's, for me, like how I like to speak, is a little different, like the pressure of it. But I thought it was amazing, you know, yeah. an amazing you know tool. I thought it was great for networking. I only went a few times, yeah, you know, but it was it was really good.
0: Yeah, I, I I I've always enjoyed that too. I think it's I think for for the cost and yeah. the experience that you get. Yeah, I mean that's it's uh it's a pretty good thing. Yeah. All right, Jenny Winnie, your turn on the eight block. Take us somewhere.
1: Well, I just want to know what this makes you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Perception. Mhm. Yeah. And a lot of times, I feel like perception of ourselves.
2: Yes. Because you know what I Yeah, because what we see is not what other people see. I know. And then that can go in a whole different ways. As women, we can we can look and pick ourselves apart, not only physically, but but mentally and in, in emotionally, but then what other people see can be completely different because we see well, our flaws. We don't see all the good stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Do y'all think it's tougher for females as as they age or males as they age? Which, which is tougher on aging?
2: Female? From a physical standpoint?
0: Both. All, all standpoints.
2: No, I've never heard a man complain about aging.
0: No, they're like we just get better with age. Yeah,
2: I know. And like, they're like, oh, like, oh my god! On. And they're like,
1: ugh. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's a a gray fox, and they're like, oh, he's just an old
0: woman. <laughs> he's like, he's like Andy Griffith. He's talking yeah. About Andy Griffith.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like you know, you look at actors. A lot of them are better looking now, like Harrison right. and stuff. You're like, okay, age mm-hmm. has done really great for you. Okay, yeah. So, but I like a lot of your posts and stuff resonate with me because I feel like, like you said, like we have the worst image of ourselves, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And like, you've even posted like body image, uh, aging, all those kind of things. You're a mom, you know? And it's like, I, I, I so get that. And as I get older, how does that with me with work, it just, um, I feel like the older I get, the easier it is just to say, I don't care. You
2: Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's
1: like, just be me. That's like Daniel saying about being human. It's like, I don't care. You know, you want to present your best self, but also
2: it's like, this is who I am. Right. And I think, I I think the biggest thing too, is, is, is not only maybe that we don't care as much, but we realize it doesn't matter. You know, like those things don't matter. And for me, Mm -hmm. like when I see women out, I am a huge proponent of just complimenting other women. Because I know how hard or challenging it is to be a woman. You know, and a lot of times when women get dressed, I, I don't even say a lot, I think most of the time when we get dressed or we're doing something, it's for other women. It is not for men because we know what it's like to be uh, a woman. And I have friends that are like flawless and they will pick themselves apart. And I'm like, do you hear yourself right now? Like I know. Are you but again, like we are our worst critics. Um, mm-hmm. I but, agree, and we yeah. do. We dress
1: for we we dress for each other, Daniel. We yeah. dress for y'all. It's true. Sorry, yeah. Daniel. Now, let me ask you
0: something. As you make <laughs> as you make progress, Bridget, I know you've been on this kind of personal development journey and and learning things and growing. Does that? Do those insecurities, those those things that we have, do they do those fade away? Do they go away completely? What's been your experience with that?
2: I think I think they do fade away because it, it, it goes back to what I was sharing. I think you just realize it doesn't matter, and where the world has conditioned um, us that what's important is really what's not important. You know, going back to when you know when you and I first met, I was in my online business and still have it, but it's not as focused right now, but yeah. You know the when i was working with my coach it was all about you know what success looks like and for me success at that time was a certain way but in reality now success is is more about the freedom you know it's about like the house we're told it's about the house and the car and the bank account and the ranks and the recognitions and the awards and all these tangible things but then you you have it and you're like wait But I'm still not happy. Exactly in my journey, you know, is I still wasn't happy, and I'm like, why am I not happy? I have all the things that I've worked for, and then for me, I sold everything back in 2018, 19, because I'm like, this is it's. It was almost like I I felt like I bought into the lie of Mm -hmm. what was being told to us, and so then it's going back to what you were saying, Jenny. Is it's about the memories, and you know, it just hit me one day, and it was really an, an accident that I had that really woke me up. And I think that things like that happen for us in our lives to mm-hmm. wake us up. And I realized, okay, if I died, which I medically probably should have, um, I would have left my kids with, with what, like maybe some assets. But in reality, I wanted them to be left with memories because Absolutely. I look back, and, okay, we went to New York for Christmas. I took them to the Bahamas, I did these things. And we still talk about those memories and those are so priceless. Yeah. You know, we know, now that they're older, they talk about like, hey mom, do you remember when we were in Charleston on the banana boat and Thomas mm-hmm. almost fell off or, and and it is, it is, it's about the memories now. And yeah. I know we have to work for money. And so it's like, we work to have the things that create those memories.
1: Yeah, because I feel like it's like when we're younger, we put a, our priorities is on making money and like, okay. And then, Oh, that person, they got a nicer house. So let's try to get a nicer house and none of you know, but then after a while I was like, I don't care. You know, I'm That's like, you, yeah. And so, I mean, even the other day, even though my daughter and I, we did a little memory trip up to New York, we took Amtrak just to go see a play and everything and just the other day. She says, I miss us doing that. Even though it was just a other month, she's like, I want to do it again. I'm like, and she's 19. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And your 19 year old still wants to be with you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Something's wrong either with her or with her mother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> gotta be Maggie. Gotta be Maggie. <laughs> because because Jenny's girl. perfect. Yeah, <laughs> Jenny's perfect. So I don't oh work my my It's a daughter. It, definitely.
0: So I've got a scenario for you, Bridget.
1: <laughs> I'd like to have the memory of inheriting a million dollars. That would be a good memory, Eric. <laughs>
0: So let's, let's pretend that you were in the future, 50 years in the future and you are programming a travel time machine, kind of artificial intelligence, and you can come up with the greatest vacation package ever. So what would you include? Kind of Mr. Potato Head, right? You're just putting different, different characteristics on this trip. Put together the the ideal, let's say, three or four day getaway. I know you've done a lot of traveling here recently. Can you bring in some features from just from different places that are absolute must to be on this dream vacation that you're creating?
2: So as far as places, um, yeah. I would think. Um, and things to really- do, too.
0: Things to do, okay. too. OK.
2: So one of the things and these are just the, the places I've gone over the last, I don't know, 20 years. But um Israel, because it would just the whole energy of it there, the stories, the history that's there. Yeah. Um, while you're in Israel, I would definitely go to Egypt to see the pyramids. Again, the stories, I had no idea the history of um the pyramids and the gods and goddesses that, that's all there with the history and that would be interesting. But one of the things, um, and I didn't know this, but there's a mystery capstone that's in Egypt. And not only do they don't know how it got there, but the stone that this capstone is made of is not even found anywhere in the world. Hmm. And so it's like, how do you explain that? Yeah.
1: Well, how do we explain that?
2: And so it, that's the kind of stuff, you know, that, that I think people, you know, for, to, to experience. Um, and also Bora Bora. Bora yeah. Bora was probably one of the most beautiful places um, oh. as far as the water, the ocean, the mountains, the hiking. Um, I think Sedona, Arizona is incredible because the hiking in the mountains in Sedona is incredible as well. And um, oh, gosh. Wow. Yeah. Wow, we could have three. Those it's are, weird,
1: those though. Are three. I mean, Bridget, I'm gonna be honest, it's weird that you didn't throw Myrtle Beach in there. Okay, I know. I I mean,
2: just, mean, so, you know, I was born and raised, in. I was born and raised there and haven't been back. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you were born and raised in Myrtle Beach.
2: I was, yes. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. I moved to Gray Court, South Carolina in seventh grade, grew up on a small farm, but yeah, I was born and it's raised right. in Myrtle Beach,
1: that Woodruff area.
2: Yes, uh-huh. yes, yeah. Oh, wow. Yes.
1: That's cool. Yeah. I was like, you know, I mean, there's Israel and there's Bora Bora and then there's Myrtle beach.
2: <laughs> I mean, You know, it, it, and for me, I'm one of those people too. Like, I don't like things that are too commercialized. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, you know, like um, we were just in Naples, Florida last week and it's off season and no one was there. Yes. And to me, it was like, like for us, it was perfect. Yeah. Not many people were there. The weather was perfect. Yeah, I this agree would be with you. my top three. Um, a fourth as a bonus while you're flying from one to the other is um, I really love Seoul, South Korea. I loved Seoul, South Carolina. Interesting. The people, um, the fashion. I loved how they dressed. I loved um, it was just a very clean city. And again, like the history of it, like seeing um, the palaces there. Yeah. I had no idea the history of the palaces. I'm not a history um Expert, but I love the stories yeah. that come with these cities. And one of the things that we love to do is um, we were in Vietnam earlier this year, which you know is where my mom's family is from. And so we went there. And when we go to these these countries, we love just basking in the culture of it. So yeah. we'll look at like Tripadvisor, we'll look at things online, and like we'll do like cooking classes in people's homes to really Ooh, learn about cool. the culture. I mean, yeah. when we travel, we're not like, hey, let's sit on the beach and have a few cocktails. Like we're like actually in the culture with the locals and learning. That's and
0: awesome.
2: You right. come back and you're you're just so much more appreciative of what we have here. Yeah. But also sometimes how backwards we are here mm-hmm. and also how we overwork and how we overcommit. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting. I'll say this and I'll be done talking about like perception image I realized um, over the last few years how America is the only country that women are so just vain. You know, in other countries, they're not doing, you know, implants and nose jobs and the injections and stuff. They're just naturally beautiful. You know, they're not like size two, stick skinny. Like they're just naturally curvy and beautiful and they're aging gracefully and they're beautiful. So it really helps give me. A different perspective of like our culture. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, where does that take your mind? I've got things that that made me think about a lot, Jenny. What? Well, it made me
1: think about a lot too. But I know I was like when you were saying about um oh that that we like we're we're stressed, we overworked. we don't take the time. You know, like what you were saying, and, and it was something you had posted recently too, is about um uh like you don't used to, you felt successful if you were like, okay, I got to get this done. I'm stressed and this, and, th- and then you felt fulfilled, you know, like not fulfilled, but you felt like, oh yeah, now this is me. Cause I'm busy means I'm successful or, yes. or whatever. and now what changed? With well, that? Just,
2: realizing that we can't get our time back and realizing you know, how our life can change at any moment. And it wasn't
1: fulfilling either. It's like, yeah,
2: it's just like, it's just stuff. It's just, again, it's just, it's just stuff. And, um, you know, like with your daughter, you, you went to New York and was, that was like way more fulfilling than like, Hey girl, I just bought you a new pair of sunglasses. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it's, it's the, the, the satisfaction, the gratification is so different. You can still have that memory the rest Mm -hmm. of her life going up there. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead,
0: Daniel. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it takes you to that experience. That's, that's what I love about these ink blots. It takes you back to that actually happening.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I love of all the places you mentioned, I think Egypt has always interested me and, and like, like you're doing kind of getting involved in the culture, seeing how other people live and think they're human beings too.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: And this is how they're spending their time and energy. Maybe there's something I can learn from that. Right. Cause we're, we're spending our time and energy like how all the other fish in our pond are mm-hmm. spending their time and energy, right? Yeah. And and there's there's a, a there's a big world. A lot of people are doing a lot of different things with theirs. So yeah. I, I, think I think that would be so. That was what would be a growth thing about travel is like, hey, you're learning other people's perspectives. So that's cool. He says he feels compelled to mention that he graduated from Seoul American High School, which makes him special. And better than homeschooled kids, right. <laughs> which is unfortunate. See, it is how I was homeschooled, Judy
1: But you were only homeschooled like the last little bit.
0: Yeah, the last and, two years. And, the and, last two years. So I'm my only. Daughter,
1: she was homeschooled from sixth grade on because she had severe anxiety, OCD, and everything. And so, our dear friend, he has a another uh, sh- show, the second best show on LinkedIn, and. <laughs> <laughs> he made a comment, and I was like, "Hey, hey, hey! Simmer down about homeschool kids." I was like, "My dog," and he's like, "They're weird." And I'm like, "You can't say that."
0: You can't say that. So <laughs> yeah, now
1: he yeah. just has to throw it in whenever he can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have uh, something I want to pop up.
0: Okay, pop it I up.
1: You know what it means to you? I mean, because I kind of got an idea because you, I saw it on. Oh yes. Oh look. I yeah. mean, come on, so we can see it. Good. Wait a minute. Pull that back up. Let me see you, Army. There you. Uh-huh. Go. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, okay. I was right. Yeah. Okay. What does that mean to you?
2: So it, it's actually, it, it's in Hebrew, but it means I am who I am. Mm-hmm. Ah. And so it, it go it's multifaceted meaning for me. Um, one on just the personal development side is just in part of my personal development years ago is one of the things that I was asked is who is Bridget. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like who is Daniel? Who's Jenny? Who like, is the who, person? Who is Bridget? Not the mom. Not the businesswoman. Not the network marketer. Not all these titles. Not these here. But mm-hmm. if you lost everything you had, no, t- you know, no money, nothing. Like who is Bridget? Like who is Bridget in your soul? And so, you know, we identified five things that 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 Bridget is or what Bridget loves. And so that that's part, you know, and I am statements, I'm big on affirmations. And so when Mm -hmm. you say I am, Mm -hmm. you know, you're affirming that and it's programming into your subconscious. So I am who I am, but also um, it's a it's a Bible scripture. I am who I am. And it's when Moses was sent out to, you know, represent and, you know, be the leader. Mm -hmm. And so he was asking God, you know, well, who do I tell them who you are? And, and God just said, I am who I am. And he said, you know, just trust me, you know, I'll save you and I'll be there with you. And so for me, that's symbolic because there's been several times in my life from childhood to, you know, adulthood that I feel like God has always been there for me. Mm-hmm. Like there's things that happen. It's just supernatural. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you explain it? I don't know. I mean, it's just supernatural mm-hmm. and so, yeah.
0: You know where that took me? It took me to Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Gilligan's Island, and this is why I know it's a it's a straight. Let me, hey, let, me it let me make a here. Okay, I am who Gilligan's Island. That's right. it.
1: Got it. Gilligan's
0: Island. It took me, and this is why. Because at the end of the day, when we're when we're on this new environment, the value that we bring to the table, who we are, Thurston Howell the Third, he had all the money, right? It didn't matter. We were loaded. You're on the desert island, Thurston, your money's no good to us. Yep. Are, what can you do for us? Right. Mm-hmm. And in the show, remember, you really wanted to be buddies with the professor because yep. he was making he was making radios out of coconuts. I
1: know. <laughs> he was regovering <laughs> things. Yeah, <laughs> and he, Brad Pitt he, and Andy Griffith.
0: Thank you,
1: Bridget. Thank you. you want to be on an island with, Brad Pitt
0: yeah. or Andy yeah. Griffith? <laughs> hey, that's, hey, for the next guest, that's going to be how we introduce that.
2: <laughs> it is yeah that's 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 a good point though daniel you know you you can be so successful and then you're on an island and none of that helps you at all
0: yeah well i think about like the military or uh, prison is probably a tougher one but you know you're gonna shave everybody's hair you can put them in the same clothes all of a sudden we realize how similar we actually are playing by the same rules you're not going to see much different in IQ or uh, social or economic status. I mean, you get everybody's wearing the same thing, right? That that gets it down to what I thought Bridget was talking about, which is just who who are you? You know, mm-hmm. as a human being, I'm I'm capable and I'm able to do certain things. How can I be of value in this new environment mm-hmm. and contribute? Right, so. All right, there, there's the question mark. See, we're, we're trying yeah, to bring in all of those. Question
1: mark because I Daniel, sometimes he won't let me speak. But <laughs> there was something I wanted to ask you. So it's who you are now and everything you've been through. If you could, so let's say, let's go back to 18-year-old Bridget, who's graduating high school. But you know the things, you're the mentor. What are the three pieces of advice you would give 18-year-old Bridget to for life, knowing what you know now?
2: So the first one I would say, listen to your intuition. Mm. Um, and I say that because there were times that intuitively in my mind I knew that I should should or should not do a certain thing. Mm-hmm. But because I listened to other people, I went that path. But then always came back to what I felt. You know, was, trust your gut. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. The second is probably the hangover isn't worth it. And <laughs> nights that, Drink some water. <laughs> yeah. Like, you That's know, funny. those party nights were, were fun, but the time lost, you know, the next day or two with the hangover, like it's not worth it. Um, <laughs> <you> <laughs> to that. And then the third is just to, to truly just be yourself. And, and again, I know that we hear that a lot and it's yep. easier said than done but it goes back to we hear so much of like from the world like mm-hmm. what is success you know success yep. to, to each of us the three of us is, is going to be different mm-hmm. so um, really getting in tune with like myself and, and and staying on that path versus listening to other people
1: and, and judging yourself by the world standards you know what I mean it's right. like right you know even with any business it's like, a customer is a customer, you know what I mean? It's like, it right. doesn't matter if they have $10 million in the bank or they have $10 in the bank. To me, it's like, they're all people, you know? So you right. can't judge it by that.
2: Yeah, oh, completely. Um, And and it's not that, you know, it's not maybe not listening to people, but sometimes I would be too impressionable. Mm-hmm. And so I would just like, well, I think I should go left, but all of you are telling me to go right, so I'll go. Yeah. Yes. And, so, and it kind of goes in with intuition at all, but yeah, um, on a side note, we were talking about, you know, people with $10 or $10 million. Yeah. I really had an eye opener being in luxury real estate as an agent because I would have clients that would pull up in, you know, a Toyota Prius that, you know, would look like they didn't have a thousand dollars of their name, but then they'd write a check for $1.5 million, <laughs> you know, for a house and they'd close in two weeks. You I like. How he, I like you use really, me as that example. I just, well, I our names, you know, because yeah. because of you know contract and secrecy. <laughs> <laughs> I just write. But you like, know, it, it, it. We had a lot of clients like that, and it mm-hmm. was eye opening for me of what success. Again, what success looked like. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's 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 something that I think though is super important. Those the people that I've talked to on, on the, and the reason that we started doing these images and things like that is it helps us get back to what you're talking about, which is yes. you're just, everybody's playing their own game and the environment that they're in doing the best that they can. And, um, I did want to ask you about your experience. I don't, I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it, but you probably know where I'm going with oh, this. yeah, I want to
1: know too. So, to.
0: There it is. Okay. Yeah. Tell us us what that is and your experience with that when we're talking about this kind of reflection of who we are and what we're doing with our time and energy.
2: Yeah, for sure. So um, it's something I've been wanting to do for the last 11 years Mm -hmm. and just never was the right time. And the beginning of last year, uh, what is it, 22, I guess I started, um, I I was at the, the brink again where I wanted to do it but instead I started doing um, psilocybin, which is mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one thing that I have learned um, to clarify with people is that um, ayahuasca and um, psilocybin is considered a plant medicine. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking it was all mixed in with like the CBD and the hemp yeah. and all that, but but that's actually a whole different like energy. So they consider like CBD with like alcohol, where it's, it's more of a toxin. But um, if anybody's done psilocybin, it's very similar. But as far as like ayahuasca, it literally is. I felt like for the whole week, I had like one on one conversations with God. It's not hallucinogenic at all. It was not a psychedelic experience. But it really is just like a time of releasing your ego and you see things for as they are.
1: What, what is it? Though? Tell me what that so it, so what is. What it
2: is, it's actually it's a it's a plant medicine. It's actually two plants out of Peru that are from two separate regions in Peru mm-hmm. and mixed together. It's it makes ayahuasca. Mm. and so what i think is you know i think about we hear about the balance of like yin and yang and male and female and masculine and feminine energy mm-hmm. so it's yeah. interesting how the two plants together make ayahuasca so they make it it has to be made like with a wooden spoon
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um it's just brewed and you drink it so it's it's like i did one shot the first night we had we had four ceremonies i was mm-hmm. at a place called saltara and again it's one of those things that for people who are ever interested in doing it i would mm-hmm. go to retreat i would not do it in the united states yeah it would go to where it's it's native to their to their their country or their work where well, they um, they know what they're doing yeah. they actually you know it's not in the backyard cuz you're really opening yourself up i mean you're you're very um you're very open and so to allow you want to be mindful of who you're allowing in and how but it's facilitated so um we did four ceremonies over the period of seven days. Mm-hmm. And um, like the first night for me, I, it, I went back to my childhood. I saw things that happened in my childhood, but it was like it's such a peace. Mm-hmm. And it was just, you know, that I had the whole perception shift of, you know, people did the best they could. Yeah. You know, parents did the best they could that, you know, it wasn't my fault, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so there was just a, an overwhelming like forgiveness and peace and letting go with that. Um, The second night was about me getting into my path and my purpose. And, you know, I mean, y'all know me for a while. So it's like, should I be an author? Should I be this? Should I do that? There's like six different things that I, I do. I, and I, do. Stop you. I want to ask you though, did
1: it, each time there was a ceremony was, like you said, the first time it was, you went to childhood. What, did, was it a guided thing? Like that you would be talking about that or what, what prompted?
2: the mind that you said, so I don't know if, if that makes yeah, sense. So you set your intentions. Each person there had different intentions. Okay. And so for me, my two intentions were to get clarity on, um, like for first to clear, like any sludge that I felt was like, that holds me back from anything. Um, and the other thing was just to clarify like my path and my purpose. Yeah. And, um, cause there's a part of me, I can be pretty guarded. Mm-hmm. And again, that goes back to just, when you're when you're hurt over and over you know so much in your life you can just kind of shut people out and even the the bad part about that is not only do you shut out the bad people but you can shut about the good, good people out too mm-hmm. and but also you know as a leader in the community and in the online world you know yes. i want i want to be a voice an effective voice into the world and so the second night when i was like okay what's my path what am i supposed to do what's my purpose And I know this doesn't sound like so profound, but it was like super profound to me. And I was just like, what if your purpose is just to be you? And I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) And it's like, okay. And it's like, you're not supposed to be like Bridget, the realtor, Bridget, the The titles. Like, and it's just like, just be Bridget. Yeah. Okay. And it's just like, you know, focus on family. Like, you know, and of course I've got work and my businesses but it's just, you know, like your family is your first ministry. Like your family is your core speaking. You brought family up earlier and it's, you know, focus on you, focus on your family and everything else will fall into place. Like just be you. Yeah. And, and, um,
0: well, it goes with your tattoo too, right? I mean,
2: I I am who I am. Exactly. But it's, it's very enlightening. So, you know, even like with psilocybin and, you know, I go through, I'll do, I'll start another cycle of, or protocol of psilocybin. I have to wait until the twenty second seconds because it has to be four weeks after ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's very enlightening. You have a very heightened sense of awareness. Mm-hmm. And like when I do the psilocybin, which is typically like two days on, three days off, and it's tiny, it's like .05, grams. I mean, okay. you're doing like that's why they call it microdosing. You're doing such a small mm-hmm. amount. And it changes the neurology of your brain. Mm-hmm. Like physically. And so I've I'm in a study with Ohio State University. It's a six month study. I saw and, that. And, and, and also, I was wondering
1: about that because you're so into health and nutrition. Yeah. Well so I know that you didn't just willy nilly say, hey, let me just, you know, yeah. I'll, I know. I'll, I'll drink
2: well, <laughs> And the cool thing, I haven't shared it yet online because so I haven't had time to just sit and, and document it all. But um I even had some brain scans. Um, So I had my first brain scan in May 2021 after a head injury that I had with an accident. And then um, I started neurofeedback. Mm -hmm. And then I did another brain scan about three weeks before ayahuasca and then a brain scan after. And y'all, can you tell them from the South? (laughs) Y'all. Y'all. How their brain physically changed. And Mm -hmm. you can literally see like in the video how the neurology, it's all like functioning together you can see parts of the brain like where they change just over a three-week period and mm-hmm. so i know it changed like that for every person there mm-hmm. but um the medical benefits and and some of what they're doing with their study is um, they're using ayahuasca neurofeedback and then it's called emdr which is um a different they it's an eye movement type therapy but it's, mm-hmm. it's really all about going into the, the brain, you know, brain health is like the new thing here lately for me, I had to, because I wanted to, to cure my, they call it traumatic brain injury and there's some PTSD that came with it. And, um, that's yeah, well, these, it these plants,
0: it sounds like allow you to revisit these difficult past experiences and kind of see it from a different, oh, a different yeah. perspective yeah. To, to heal that up. And then, right. and then that allows us to, cause we build these, we, we, we solve the problem in the moment that trauma by kind of glossing it over, band-aiding it in some way. Mm-hmm. And that, that, uh, in my mind, it kind of keeps us from being kind of what you're talking about. I am, I am. It, it, right. it kind of feeds into that. Right.
2: And one thing there's two resources I'll, I'll, I'll share. So mm-hmm. one is the body keeps score is a book. And then there's a documentary called um, Reconnected. It's the the first one, the body keeps what? The body keeps score. Okay.
1: Okay. And so
2: that, and it teaches you how events in your life actually store in your body. That makes so much sense. And I just so have to, it, it makes so takes, much sense. I'm I'm like a nerd when it comes to documentaries and stuff. But there's a a, a series on Netflix called Unsolved or Unsolved Mysteries. And yeah. so one of the things that I was watching last week, he was talking about is so sort of like people who have transplants. So say if I had like a liver transplant mm-hmm. from Daniel, and Daniel loves to play the orchestra. Or mm-hmm. okay, yeah. yeah. Let's just say he plays. You like no, play. the right? You're like a, a you know a trumpet expert. But then yeah. I get his liver and all of a sudden I have like this talent to play the trumpet.
0: You're welcome.
2: And it's like, and, it, and it's proof of the body keeps score. And then the other um, documentary um, it's called reconnected. It's the guy that's on the London reel. I don't know his name, but he's yeah. a well-known talk show kind mm-hmm. of guy, but he yeah. actually shares his doc, um, his journey with ayahuasca. Really? And how it works, and It's all on video, but it's, it's fascinating. It's- it sounds like it.
0: That's something you've been wanting to do for a while right
2: it is yeah and it was just timing for me and you know i did it with my husband which yeah. was was just a whole nother enlightening experience it, the same way for him like yes. I mean, and he's done it before he's uh, done it before yeah. and um when we met actually in spartanburg he's not from spartanburg but we actually met in spartanburg and when he told me he had hiked machu picchu and did ayahuasca and i knew like 24 really- hours like we knew we, like we were meant for each other. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm pretty sure this is going to be my husband and you know, <laughs> here he is, he's my husband. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, oh, that's my. Very, very quickly. I know that um, you, you two have been as part of your kind of your after the wedding, you've been doing a lot of traveling, but now I think it's so fun. You've been visiting all of these uh, sports clips, right? Yes. And you, and you get to kind of see a rinse and repeat. So you're in a new town, you know, I always think this is so interesting. You're in a new town with new people, but really only the names change, right? I mean, because the setup's the same. Yeah. I mean, so tell, tell us about your experience and what you learned about visiting some of these locations thus far.
2: Um, so the Sport Clips, it's um, so he has 53 locations over six states um, and it's both of our, our love for people and meeting with the managers and seeing how the stores are doing, like, you know, from a metric perspective, but you know, where I've come in and and I've taken the role of chief people officer for the Sawyer Business Group, um, which really is a lot of what I've been doing like with my previous business, but but part-time I'm doing this, but you know, in reality, when customers come in, you know, of course there's a manager and then there's the stylists and then the customers. And so we want to make sure that the customers are having a great experience. So, like if you go into Sport Clips, Daniel, we want to make sure that you know the stylist is good, the manager's good, you know, you have the products that you need. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, based out of Spartanburg, we um actually purchased 10 licenses for Eggs up grill. Nice. So it's oh, merging, cool. it's merging Virginia and, and Spartanburg together because we're living both places, and so it's it's like our way of like merging the the two together oh that's cool so yeah so cool yeah yeah
0: and i've heard great things about eggs up grills too
2: so. Their leadership is phenomenal yes yeah
0: so that's cool jenny winnie any we're, we're running out of time here any last questions final i was, I was on a
2: roll and
1: i had other questions but fine. no I, oh. I i really i mean it's just so interesting and you know it's like it's just i i, I know we've met before but the thing is, is that having this kind of conversation, we didn't have this kind of conversation, mm-hmm. we didn't, you know, now it's like, I feel like I know, I know Bridget a little bit, you know, it's like, this is what our whole goal is. It's just yeah. me. And to really, it's like, people might not ever have known about that tattoo. You know, I know. just say it, it's just like, this is the fun of getting to know everybody on a different yeah. level.
0: Yeah. yeah. What we're trying to do, Bridget is, is change up the cadence and, and where it's, it breaks the norm just a little bit. Yes. So, so that we can find, find out who people really are. And I knew that you'd be great for this cause yep. you're, you're, so you are, you are our first guest. going yeah, You're through. the first one
1: we did like this because usually it's just questioning. And it was like, you know what, we, this is, this is how we want to get to know people, you know, yeah. I love it. Perks come out and it's like,
2: yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, you know, where to find me, if either of you ever want to reach out and yeah, we're in the same hometown. So whether you coming back online, We'll see. Okay. Yeah. The I next time I see you like, at Little
0: River, I'm gonna come say hello. Bridget.
2: I know, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> it was that Bridget. Oh, okay, keep walking. So yeah, my <laughs> only
2: son loves to have coffee there. That's like his favorite. He they get they take it. I love like just going and sitting outside having coffee. But yeah, yeah definitely. Hopefully we'll see. I'll see you guys. Oh, well, that'd be awesome. Yes. Hey,
0: thanks for joining us. I know you got a lot to do, so we'll talk yes. to you soon. Thank, Thank
2: you, you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Bye guys.
0: Bye everybody.
2: Sim. <laughs>